Now, f- quarter past 12, this is the Saturday session, minus Elliot. So I'm Daniel McCarty with you through to the end of the hour. Uh, we're getting to the end of the Formula One season. Abu Dhabi is the final uh, landing spot. Uh, been plenty of practice, um, although not for some, like Ferrari's Carlos Sainz and um, Haas driver Nico Hulkenberg, uh, who both crashed in a rather eventful practice, uh, to welcome in, we welcome in to discuss the season that has been and the future that is ahead. Mr Formula One, I like to call him. Bob McMurray, always a treat to have you on the show. You doing well? I'm doing very well, thanks, Daniel. Yep, very well indeed, yes. Yeah, great, thank you. I, I see there's lots of drama off track. Uh, Hamilton denying Horner's Red Bull approach. Uh, Alonso, uh, you know, maybe signing a contract to his 143 the way he's going. How, you know, people being um, reprimanded for swearing. How dare they swear in motorsport, Bob? Um, <laughs> the the off track stuff, though, has it been more entertaining than the on track, which I'm not sure was a, the right way around? No, well, yes, if you're interested in all that sort of stuff, which of course everybody is. I mean, everybody. Everybody reads, uh, reads Scuttlebutt instead of the race report, first of all. Um, so, but, but nonetheless, I think, okay, it's been a very long season, is being a very long season. I've watched every race, practice session, qualifying session um, in four different countries, incidentally, while I've been traveling around the world. And the races in general have been disappointing for many people because Max Verstappen has won, um, you know, He's won. That's that's all there is to it. You don't have to say how many. He's won. So, um, <laughs> so it's. It, I I think in from that respect, people think yeah yeah it's been a bit boring, and it's a little tedious to see the same guy winning. But there again, I was part of the um, the McLaren Formula One team when we won 15 out of 16 races, and being as a team member then, the last thing we thought it was was boring. <laughs> <laughs> So you know you got to you got to give credit where excellence is performed, and excellence is exactly what the Red Bull team and Max Verstappen are, are, are doing at the moment. Um, you know you can't deny he's head and shoulders above his teammate in the same car. Therefore, that guy has done a remarkable job, as does as has the team. Okay, not every t- race has been boring. There have been some exciting ones. I'm trying to think of the exciting ones during the year, and you know there's so many of them. Your mind kind of goes back to the last race. And although the Las Vegas Grand Prix was way, way, way over the top, just not to my taste at all. And I delineate the race from the event here. The event, just not not for me. End of story. Uh, But the race turned out to be really quite exciting. So, you know, you've got to pick and choose your races. I think what's exciting for some people is, is quite tedious and boring for others. People like me dipping in and out of the sport um, can, and I have said this, uh, we, you want Jeopardy, you want close racing, you, you, you like to see a variety of winners because you want the, the competition to go down to the end of the, uh, to the wire, but we don't always get that in life. But when I see a guy win that many races, my overwhelming thought and question to you, Bob, are we seeing one of the true greats and we are not appreciating just how good this bloke and his team is? Uh, yes, although I do... I take issue with not appreciating. I I do appreciate it. I'll go back to our championship winning season when we won 15 out of 16 races. We did not know who was going to win the race, nor did anybody else because it was Senna and Prost. And they ended up with uh, roughly 50-50 wins each. 
Um, but the problem with the Red Bull is you kind of do know who's going to win the race within the team and within the paddock. So, yeah, it's it's difficult to... I, I think you'll only understand just how good this uh, season has been as a, an example of um, supreme dominance after the season. He knows he's won everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's done the world champion. The The... The arrogance is coming more and more to the fore as he becomes more and more um, popular, I guess, with his own within his own brain. So, uh, you know, it's it's difficult to say. I don't know, um, Daniel. I, I struggle to think uh, to get annoyed at somebody winning that much. Yeah. At the same time as thinking how good he is. That, that's all. He is going to be a uh, classed as one of the greatest drivers. Yes. He's got to win a few more championships, of course. But, of course, he's already won more than Prost and Senna in terms of races. So, yeah, he's a great. Simple as that. Yeah, and he's broken his own record for most wins in a season, right? <laughs> we could have, People were probably he's having this conversation 12 months ago, and that's a credit to him that he's gone even better. Yes, yeah, he's broken everybody record you can think of. I don't care how many it is. What is it? Two thousand racing lap? I don't know. They gave a list out last night, and it befuddled my mind to think that uh, that he's won all those accolades in terms of records uh, over pretty much one season. You know, it's um, yeah, it, it's remarkable. But you've got to also look at the rest of the grid. There is a rest of the grid, believe it or not. They're the ones that third, fourth, and fifth on on most occasions, and. Um, and, and it has been good racing amongst them. There has been the regulations changed, as you know, for last year, and now they've been honed a little bit more this during this season. And there has been some very close racing, generally, at the, at the, um, the sort of second-tier level, if you like, from, from second downwards on the Grand Prix. So there's been some very good racing. And let's not forget, you know, I, sometimes I go back into history and look, some of the races we used to watch in the 60s, 70s, 80s were won by two minutes and, yeah. and, and won by such a big margin. Now, if you take Max Verstappen out of it, being 20 seconds ahead every time, the rest of the pack usually comes in within, I don't know, 5, 10, 15 seconds and some close racing amongst it. Qualifying, for instance, there's only tenths around each car. So, yeah, it's exciting if you want to look for the excitement. You can sit back and say, oh, yeah, another boring race by Max Verstappen. Well, look at it a slightly different way in that admire excellence and then see the racing behind him. Yeah, Simple as that. yeah I tend to agree with you. Like, the more I think about it, the more I'm landing like this guy. This guy's kind of special, and yeah, I'm thankful we get to see it. I'm fascinated to ask you this as I get you out on this. Like At the end of the season, Abu Dhabi, we'll all enjoy that, and, and you'll be blurry-eyed as you always are after a, a late-night watching it, Bob. But the the constructors, when they sit down for end-of-year team meetings, right, Mercedes, Ferrari, uh, McLaren, all of them combined, I think, have won one, haven't they? And Red Bull won 20. Like, will it be panic stations in those end-of-year reviews if, if for every other team not named Red Bull? Um, I wouldn't think it's panic stations. They are well aware that Red Bull has had um, half a season this year to work on next year's car where most of them have been trying to work on this year's car and they haven't got as much time to work on next year's car. From that point of view, they're all going to think, oh, God, what have we got coming here? But, of course, it depends which team you're looking at. Mercedes have um, tried to reinvent themselves three times this year and failed each time. Um, and that is not something that will sit easy with them. 
then you look at McLaren, who failed at the beginning of the season and has come really, really good. And they're looking at they're looking at being very, very competitive this weekend and into next year. And then you look at um, uh, Aston Martin, who were really good at the beginning of the year and dropped off the perch from about, I don't know, Spain onwards. So every team has got its own issues. And then you go to the bottom of the, the pack a little bit and you look at Haas and um, AlphaTauri. Uh, it's not going to be AlphaTauri next year, but it is at the moment. And Williams, they've got a lot of work to do because they have tried to catch up and they haven't really done it. They've brought update after update after update and they get a little bit better, but everybody above them goes further on. So, yeah, there, there's going to be a, a certain amount of... Um, trepidation but of course no team is going to panic and say we're giving up not with the the, the amount of money that a team is worth these days uh, you know the even a mid um, team like Aston Martin's worth 1.3 billion US dollars for somebody to buy you're not going to give that up in a hurry are you <laughs> well I'm crying 1.3 billion <laughs> wow that, that's amazing uh, a driver not named Verstappen who has the best chance of beating the guy named Verstappen Bob lastly well, the, one the, best, the one who had the best chance all year was his teammate Perez and he didn't do it um, <laughs> so well not really he didn't beat him very often at all in, in, in his whole history this weekend I think the person that's got the best chance of beating Verstappen is Perez again. I say that because he's got the same car, therefore you should be on an equal foot. <laughs> uh, but the other, the other one, I think, probably, we're looking at, if, if not the um, Ferraris, then looking at Lando Norris again. He has been there and thereabouts all the time. He's been on the podium, what, four, five, four times in the last five races, I think, or six races, um, something like that. So he, he's there and thereabouts, and they say this track will suit him. So, yeah, as an outsider, and I've got to think it's a little outside because everybody is, 19 drivers are a little outside, then I think Lando Norris is likely to be the most um, the most likely of the unlikelies. <laughs> Brilliant, Bob. As always, thanks for your time, mate. You're so generous with it. Always appreciate it. Go enjoy your weekend. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, that is Bob McMurray, of course, uh, Formula One guru. Long, long time working in that industry. Knows it incredibly well. So uh, really interesting perspective here. Uh, appreciate the greatness for sure. Um, it is 26 minutes after 12 o'clock. Um, we'll go fish, Clado, reel him in. Uh, I'll read out some more of your Derby suggestions. Keep them coming through on double eight, double three. Back after the break.